mentored me and yeah. taught me, even though I was good at art, but he, he was the storyboard artist. Because yeah. so. mm. you've done a lot of work also for TV with Fresh, Fresh TV? Yep, yep, Fresh. Yep. More on the graphics side, just more the uh, intros and all that sort of trailers and stuff, so that was more. Is that Tales of Moana? Was it those? Yeah, just, uh, yeah, worked on that. That's Boy, sort of stuff. Shows, yeah, yeah. Cool. for uh, Lisa, Lisa yes. and Mario. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. So I, I created those guys uh, for giving, because uh, I started late. Hmm. So in my mid 40s, you know, I worked in, my background is government for 25 years. Yeah. No, no way. I think I've nearly been in every government department except uh, Inland Revenue is where <laughs> <laughs> I worked in. So there was a midlife crisis in 2009. Because I always wanted to do graphic yeah. design. Yeah. But you know, when you're the oldest of your family, you know, it's when you say graphic design and you, your old man gives you that look, it's, I want you to be a lawyer, all right. <laughs> so when you went to old uh, Natco? Yeah, I went to Natco. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was a good design school. Yeah, I think we closed down now, but yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I did that in 2009, mm. mid 40s. Yeah. yeah. So you reckon that was a midlife crisis? Yeah, yeah it was. That's pretty cool, though, because like I said, you've influenced me. Who, who came into the, I don't know if I came in late, but I came in later in life, much like yourself, yeah. uh, as a photographer. Yeah. You know, I was taking photos of sport and, and ended up weddings, 21st and so forth. And mm. I think I stumbled across your work, actually, oh. online somewhere. I was like, man, who's this guy? <laughs> this stuff looks really good. I was a little bit envious, to be honest. Mm. But then, you know, I looked at your work. I was like, wow, okay, this is, this is a, you know, to me it was... A level up from what I was doing and, and performing. So, even though you started late, you, you were still able to influence someone. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I was a late starter in my mid forties. Bit, bit intimidating when you go into a class. So me and my brother Jacob, who's a good friend of Mario, so he's a proper cameraman. Yeah. So he does a lot of. Yeah, he's he's the real cameraman. I just can't afford his his rates. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so he's worked on on TV, films, and, and docos, and so that's what he does now. So. Yeah. So we started together in 2009, oh, right. just doing a diploma one year for video post-production. Yeah. yeah. And that was at NACL. Yeah. So I guess what sort of art one of your subjects did when you were at Ross School? It was more, um, for me it was more illustration. Mm. Uh, it was more realistic type of illustrations, renderings. Yeah. So it wasn't comic type of stuff. I think I was more into the real detail stuff and right? trying to make it look as photographic oh. as you can. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you go through that phase. Because everybody else was doing muscle men and oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, you know, that was always the muscle men. I was going, ah, now I want to make it look like you. Because you're always trying to challenge yourselves, eh? Yeah. But then after a while, you got, I got sick of the, uh, the, uh, the, foot, you know, because it takes a long time, eh? And your yeah. patience sort of goes. Yeah. And that's what I realised that uh, I remember Picasso. I think one of his things, uh, you know, how he's a real abstract guy. I didn't realise he was a photorealistic guy. Mm. I think uh, one of his things was. What's the point of spending that much time when you might as well just take a photo of it, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why he started that kind of expressive thing, looking at something and mm. interpreting it differently from what I think, oh, yeah. So I, my drawings became a lot more looser. And mm. I think for me it was more freer. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I, I prefer that Lucy sort of style. I think that transferred over to the way I film things too. I'm not really into... Yeah. I, I mean, unless there's a purpose for it, Yep. I'm not into that real stable type of stuff. I, yeah. I kind of I like that handheld. <laughs> so I think people mm. know if it's if it's too staged, it just people say, oh, I mean, it's kind of staged. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, unless there's a purpose for it, yeah, that's fine. But yeah. Yep. But the other thing I want to encourage them is uh, there's there's got to be young people within that organisation that that like like you and I that has that 
they just got to be given a chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and a lot of the kids today are pretty good with just the iPhone. Just that's right. So I just yes. think the iPhone is perfect, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah. Unless you're doing like uh, real slick ads and things, that that's where you, you want to miss the time. But yeah, yeah. I just think people now is because the attention span is so short now. Eh? Yeah, yeah. I, I think you can't. Uh, one one of the things I like doing uh, Nico was you always had to do a brief. How to get the message across in five seconds? Yeah, mm. yeah. So animation is, all, you know, you, you just got to make it really compact. If you can do that five second thing, then yeah. doing the longer uh, ones is. Yeah, yeah. I think if people can't get the message in five seconds, eh? you going you fall asleep, maybe that's. Yeah, true. I mean, There's a little bit of a contradiction to that in regards to the popularity of podcasts at the moment, though, right? Yeah. Like, like the Joe Rogan one is mm. three hours long. I know the West West Boys are doing their ones are like yeah, two, three when hours, we're on three, two or three hours, yeah, yeah. and our ones last for about you know half an hour, to half an hour, hour to yeah. an hour. I mean, that might be just our generation. The way the younger ones that. Oh yeah, I think. Uh, oh look, I, I'm I'm more for the long form. Yeah. I prefer the long form. Yeah. And the those five second ones are what I mean is it's like if you want if if it's short ads I'm talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. in the ad yeah. space that's yeah. where you yeah people expect you know yeah something that's short to grab them yeah, straight yeah, away it's, it's the it's that that stuff yeah mm. I think at some point when people chill out mm. they need the the long form yeah. well that's for me because and that, that's the contrast where I think if it's too uh, what do you call it. Uh, it's, it's like the generation today, it's all sugar, right? Eh? You want that sugar rush. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I probably, you know, but, but I think you've got to chew on some of the stuff, eh? Yeah, yeah. Chew on the fat. You chew on the fat, eh? Yeah. Oh, speaking of fat, yeah. man, it's juicy, bro. <laughs> oh, it's it's stick it out, mate. Hold it up. Stick it up. Yeah. Australia. Like sometimes when I go around and, you know, for on behalf of certain organisations interviewing hmm. older people. Yes. Because uh, I know, depending on who you go with, you know, I want to sort of. Because I'm just the cameraman, but whoever's the director or whatever, mm. sometimes they're only in there to grab what they want from them. Sure. Yeah. And I think because I think just depending on it, but for me it's like uh, my brother's experiences too doing dockers on older people that when they start sharing their stories, eh? Yeah. It's hard to say. Oh, can you just? Yeah. Man, I'm I'm one of those ones that just allow them to talk. Yeah. I edit it later if I have to, but. Mm. You, you, you know, the, the, you've you've allowed them to share their life story, yeah, mm. and then you kind of sort of stop them, and then you yeah. you're only kind of not really so you kind of not really understand <laughs> what they're saying. Yeah, well, you know, old people been around a long time, eh? so they have some they have some real gold in there, oh, right? And, and you've just got to allow that to to sift, eh? Yeah, you yeah. Sort of, uh, you know, that's my experience. I guess if I was to do that, if I was to do that, and that that's why my goals is to do a lot of that stuff like how you guys is I'm just interested in people's stories. Yeah, I just yeah. want them recorded. That's right. Documented. Yeah, documented. Visually documented. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. And because fifty years from now, long after I'm gone, there's gotta be a record of some of this stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. The, and the, it's the older people, the especially now you're getting to our older aunties and this one cars. Yeah. yeah, that's probably my biggest grief when dad died, I didn't sit in front of him and yeah. And actually, just allow him to yeah. talk. Yeah. But um, that's that's the thing. So Jack, Jack and I are doing this thing called the uh, Moving Legacy Images, wow. where we um, we go and sit down with a, a family. We did the Stewarts. I don't know if you know yeah, Jeremy. I know Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. We we did his mum and dad because you know the the 
the life that they've had with yeah. losing the brother, yeah, but also the the um, the journey from Samoa of the parents coming yeah. by boat back totally. in those days and totally. trying to settle down in New Zealand. So I also did um, one of my other friends. His name uh, was Anthony Meredith. We've had him on the oh, podcast wow. actually, mm. and um, he used the footage I, I got of his parents because they told their story as well. And they, they wanted it documented, you know, it's, it's yeah. on YouTube. It's accessible to not only Anthony, but also his children. Yeah. And hopefully down the line, yeah. if we don't all blow ourselves up, yeah. their children. Totally. But they used it as the eulogy at, at the funeral. And it was, he said it was very special to have his mum up there talking about her life herself. up on a big screen Can herself. You know, <coughs> exactly. So, uh, that's, I'm just pointing out that what you're saying yeah. is um, totally, that's so, so it's something crucial. that's quite... Yeah. But people don't realise that until it's too late. Well, it's too late, and I think we're in that jet stream of, uh, you know, if, if it's not interesting to people, they're not interested, eh? Yeah. Mm. But, you know, we're walking past our own family, you know, especially the ones that are over the 80s. Yes. Yeah. Man, those are the ones you actually want to be yeah. talking to now because I want to hear their perspective of, you know, like my auntie who's 92 now, you know, mm. she, she went through that plague. Oh, yeah, you know, the one where people died, you know, she's about, you know, in Samoa, you know, you know, the Black Death. So, you know, when, when you talk to those people about the pandemic, yeah, they go, oh man, you know, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Uh, from the Spanish, you want to be able to hear that side, yeah, capture, you know, yeah. uh, what their thoughts of it. And you know, they, you know, they may not remember the short term, but those people there are remembering the details. Mm, yeah. so I don't think they've ever had the chance to. They'd be fascinating to document, eh? Oh, man, yeah. But there's heaps of them around. Well, yeah. not many now because they're all passing yeah, away. Yeah. The, the only thing we find hard with our, with our people mm. is they need to trust you first. Totally. So we like to have our, our, our one of their family members yeah. either ask the questions totally. or mm. or make sure they're comfortable. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard enough as it is to talk in front of a oh, camera yeah. Yeah. but to have strangers sitting totally. in front of you. But, and, um, and you're right, you, you make the environment like they're just sitting at a... I mean, I'd visit the environment is, is important, and yeah, right, having a family member. Yeah. yeah family basically, just having a conversation, you're yeah. recording both of them talking about yeah, it, yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. that's the only way they'll open up, eh? Yeah. Uh, some, some people have approached, say, oh, I don't do that, and I'm sort of like to them, well, it's, it's not about you. Mm. This is about your yeah. your kids and their yeah. kids. It's totally. not, mm. you've got to look at the bigger picture that yeah. this is not... Mm. A selfish thing about you. Yeah, it's a it's a thing that you're spreading to your family yeah. so that we can yep. know where we come from totally. and why we're here, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you're right. And um, yeah, and then the older people, you just just got to probably just uh, undo those layers, eh? There's yeah. a lot of layers of trust. Yeah. A lot of it is trust, yeah. like you said. Trust. Yeah. And um, and that's why I encourage the the not the the normal forms of. Uh, People to interview like ourselves, I guess. Eh? Yeah. If you don't come in under a TNZ brand or, a, yeah, you know, there's always suspicions around that. But, yeah, exactly. But but once once you you guys done what 40, 45, That's a lot. So that's a track record there of people that you've interviewed on the podcast. Yeah, in yeah. The podcast. Yeah. That that establishes a trust. Yeah. Really, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like, even the guys that you have here, it's not. You know, whatever they're sharing is still personal. Eh? It's yeah, not, oh, for sure. You know, even though you have well typical bantering you know yeah. the, the thing with the podcast though is that we sit down much like we are now yeah. but we just have a chat the only difference is camera, you know, yeah. it would be the same even if the camera wasn't yeah, here yeah. we'll be doing the we'd same thing we'd be fascinated by what yeah. you do and so, interested in where yeah. you come from and so, why you're here yeah. sort of thing you know? so the only difference is we, we tape it and 
if people are interested in watching it, then obviously they have access yeah, to it. Exactly. Yeah. You're right, that's there, right? Hopefully it influences them somehow, right? Yeah. I guess it also speaks to the different, I guess when it comes to podcasts, like some people like to, just to listen, so they're more yeah. auditory learners. Totally. So they might be at the gym, mm. and they might be going for a walk, or totally. they might be doing their hours at home, mm. and then just to have a podcast in the background, yeah, yeah it goes for a half an hour, an hour, two hours, yeah. three hours, whatever it is, just something in their ear. Mm. And even if they're not sort of fully engaged in it, they're still absorbing yeah. the information. So mm. it's, you know, but I guess for us having um, also this as a visual, as a visual podcast, mm. basically an auditory podcast, but also a visual yeah, podcast, yeah, you, know, you can get all these sort of cutaway shots that Pat gets in, mm. and they're just, again, if someone's more of a visual person, they're like, oh, well, yeah, that makes a bit more sense, mm. so it's, mm. Yeah, mm. it's good to cover both. Yeah, yeah, cover both. You know, all of our PIs, they learn differently, and I guess mm. it's listening where a lot of them you know, it's the radio is still the number one thing. A lot of the older people. Yeah. My mum still has that. You know, on it. You know, she still listens to the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you drink the balaka, eh? Oh, oh man. Oh, there, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's and, and I guess not just for PIs, but most Indigenous people, that's the only kind of form. Yeah. Right across the board, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, right into those other different cultures. Uh, it is. It is hearing that voice. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Their own native tongue. Right? That's right. That's right. It, it's still deeply enrooted into them. Yeah. Well, this is what they listened to when they were yeah. younger, and this yeah. is what they still have access to. And if all the technology crashes, hey, it's still going to be the audio <laughs> recording. That's right. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Hey, and then it will go back to the listening to the radio again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder how easy, how is it easier to get a, a channel on the radio? Do you know? Because it, it's hard to be censored once you, I know. once you're on the on the airwaves somewhere. And I guess so. Yeah, yeah. but right. the way the way technology is now, eh? I mean, that that was always the issue was was trying to buy those waves. Eh? I don't know how access. the radio yeah. access. Yeah. But I think I think because of the technology, I wonder if it's a lot cheaper now. <laughs> That's right. Well, <laughs> even doing myself. Know, even TV. <laughs> yeah, you know, they have their frequencies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's starting to, but they just can't fill it. There's not enough content. Yeah. With the TVs? Yeah. Really? TV well, well, I mean, that's the reality. Yeah, everything is digital. I mean, when was the last time? I can't remember when was the last time I watched TV, to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah. That is true. That is true. Yeah, yeah. true. You, you notice as well that, um, like, YouTube is becoming well, more it, like the TV it, of all because they're chucking ads and stuff in yeah. there now, you know? Well, you know, they're chucking ads in there. I mean, you, you could tell, the, remember the quality of ad, if you used to, remember we used to watch TV, 6 o'clock news as the buzz, yep. that was the highest paid time for you that to put an ad, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but now they've got really low quality ads, that's when you realise, yeah, nobody wants to be paying yeah. a lot of money for, for something. something that nobody's watching. Different models. I'll go back to your five second thing, if mm. you watch YouTube, the first five seconds of the ad that comes up that you don't have any choice to get through, yeah. Last for about five, five seconds, seconds, right? So yeah. yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying. They're trying to get that information yeah. straight to yeah. you. So, so you can tell the ones that are. I mean, of course, you can pay. Anybody can pay it, yeah. but I can see the quality of theirs. They haven't got it. They wasted a lot of money. It's a lot of money to pay yeah. YouTube for that space. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, unless you're clever on, uh, sometimes it's better just to have quick slides. Five slides. Yeah, true. You see a few of those. Yeah, you go bang, bang, bang. Because yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> otherwise, you try to do anything else. No. Oh, man, you've lost the plot. You're trying to figure it out, and then you just uh, skip the answers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, just got to be a bit more clear. Yeah, well, that, that's the way it's moving at the moment. Yeah. Eh? But uh, there's so many, so many different avenues to get content out there now, right? It's yeah. like you have your own website, you can yeah. have your own 
Instagram page, you have your yeah. Facebook page, uh, you know, yeah. that's almost endless, Twitter. Yeah, and I think, uh, well for me anyway, I think a lot of it is, uh, now it's either a lot of people, and there's, there's a sort of a social thing now where people get validation from that, eh? Yeah. And yeah. I guess as creators we always look at, yeah, it's funny, you you may have about a hundred likes to your thing, but you're always bugged by that three dislikes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you go, well, people are, and that's why I've had to really challenge, oh, yeah. challenge some of the young fellas. Yeah, yeah. Mate, not everybody's going to like yeah, your yeah, stuff. Like it, mate. Yeah. Yeah. But if you start having that in your mind, and you, 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 you've got to look at, well, 90% of people liked it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's different, you know, it's a different story of the, there's about a hundred dislikes, <laughs> and then you go, yeah, well, yeah, yeah there's yeah. crap. <laughs> It's <laughs> human nature though, right? It's oh, human nature, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can have a conversation with somebody and say a hundred good things, yeah. but, oh, but you say yeah. one bad thing, you know, oh. that, that's sort of trying to help them. Yeah, totally. They'll walk away, oh. they'll remember that one bad thing. Right? Oh, well, you know, that's why, you know, I realise now that to, uh, when people want constructive criticism, I, I actually don't give it, to yeah. be quite honest, yeah. because I, I, I feel that myself too, constructive criticism, because it's all subjective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ultimately, so I don't try to give concern, I just give encouragement. Yeah, yeah. You, you want to say encouragement, yeah. and then that way, you know. Because yeah, really, it's only human. Unless there's two, two personalities that are like the Scrooges, they don't really care. Sometimes <laughs> that's an advantage, because they don't, they don't really respond too much. No, and so, no, and so they're the best guys to work with, to be honest. Well, the, the ones with Asperger's. Asperger's. Yeah. The ones with Asperger's, they have no emotions. <laughs> yeah. Because they, it's awesome dealing with them, because they're really cool at what they do, you know, yeah. like if they set up a lighting, those those guys. Yeah. And there's no, like if you tell them, tell them off, it doesn't respond. Yeah, that's yeah. Exactly. The only reason I'm familiar with Spurge is because about two years, or probably three years, I worked as a, what do you call it, a project uh, manager for uh, people with disabilities. Oh. So with an organisation called Renaissance. Uh -huh. Renaissance. Uh, yeah, Renaissance. So, uh, so Spurge is, is, is just a, a uh, what do you call it, uh, on the spectrum of those that, that you know, they, they, uh, in terms of emotions, sometimes you talk to them that they can't read can't people. Read. Yeah, so it's different to autism? It's, it's a part of that it's spectrum, part of that but, spectrum. It, but it's only a uh, part of that. Uh, Very small. Yeah. So, you, you know, you've been, been, when you, you, it's probably those odd mates that you grew up and you wonder what, you know, why they're, why they're kinda, different. Yeah, they, they, they can't read people's cues. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. You seem oblivious. Yeah, and so you wonder, oh. you know, wow, man, you know, that's, that's just them. But they're usually really good at something, one or two things okay. that they're yes. real particular. Yeah. And they'll do it over there, so they don't find that stuff boring, so they'll just keep doing that oh. really well, and they do it really efficiently too. Dustin Hoffman and Rayman, what was he? Autism. Uh, yeah. Autism and also part of the... Yeah. Part of the That's what he had in the movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Movie. But Asperger's is not like a... Uh, Hardcore autistic thing. They 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 they're normal people, but uh, they just, just some just they uh, you know you know oh, that guy's off. Can he read? Mm. It's because they can't read. Wow. Normal. Mm. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah. So you'd come into contact with the people with this. Yeah, we usually have families with uh, with with that, but also all different types of uh, mm. disabilities. Eh? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Which uh, it's probably out of all of the jobs I've done, that was probably the most uh, rewarding. Challenging or and rewarding. Both. Yeah. Challenging. Uh, you know, people with, uh, they, they live on their own. I mean, I used to go visit this guy in, in Otara. So I'd, I'd supervise the guys, I'd go in to help make sure. So they, this guy was, uh, I think he was tetraplegic. Wow. And he couldn't really talk. Maori fun. Mm. 
And so he, he uh, what do you call it? He used to wet the, the bed all the time. Mm. But uh, he was being told not to drink anything after nine. Mm. But I would get a call like three in the morning for to go out and change him. Oh, wow. Mm. But he was doing it on purpose. Because he just wanted me to go talk to him. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and I realized, but he can't, you, you can't hear him because he, he has problem talking. Yeah. But I got used to the way he talked and I realized yeah, that's yeah. what he was talking. Man, I was fascinating, like between three and five in the morning and six yeah. after I'd change him. And, and we'll just sit there and we were just talking. Yeah. And he was talking about how he, um, his family you know, oh. and how he went to his highlight of his life was going to LA to Disneyland. Oh, oh wow. And somebody, and, man, and I was like, he lives by himself, you know, and then he, I don't know how we operate with his mouth. To, yeah. Man, there's that whole level of people living like this yeah. that we're not aware of. Yeah. And that, that for me was, uh, yeah, that, that's still the highlight of my life those three years, oh. working with people like that. Eh? So, they're there, eh? and the, the thing is, is a lot of the families are trying to, so alcohol was trying to get them to become more independent. The problem is really there's no help from the government. Really? No. Well, they say that even, even financially, unless you're an ACC, but someone born with disability yeah. is not, and they're not looked after. It's not covered. Well, the families have to cover them. Eh? What? Is that right? Is that, would that also be with people with Down syndrome and yeah, extreme right. autism. Yeah, yeah. They're always fighting. They're, they're, they're always fighting. They're not that fighting. So I guess if a person is, so the ACC clients are a bit different because they're covered by ACC. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you had a, an accident as a result of car accident or something, then you're See, covered. Your community is only as strong as your weakest so, members, right? So if we're not looking after these vulnerable oh, people, that's yeah, they, I mean, that, so It is. And I think that's where, uh, yeah, I have a real, real more, more of an empathetic. Uh, before I was not aware of that whole yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. But, but even in a, um, it's funny because of all the jobs, and then I've noticed when that three-year period of my life, you know, when people ask me because they're always interested in what I did, you know, they know mm. I did this job. So that, but when I said that I was working at school, they just it, 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 the, the response was a bit different right? mm. Then you realise there's a different. Uh, perception around that whole area. The other, they looked at me and think, oh, you must be the caregiver. Yes. You know, that. <laughs> you know, there's a perception and I realise not a whole lot of them really have mm. that same thing now. You know, so that that's where, I, I guess for me, it's, man, if we're able, I'm grateful every day that I'm able-bodied. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But, but the, the, the families that are supporting these, they're in their 40s and 50s now, the, 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 the but once the parents are dying, they're like in there. So then what? Then what? Wow. And I mean, that's that's uh, the reality. So I think a lot of them are living on their own mm. oh, wow. out there. And you know, I've seen a few just walking the streets at two in the morning, one in the morning. Eh? So, oh, yeah. And they're probably misunderstood as well, ain't they? Misunderstood. Whether it's the police or people that yeah, just walk I mean, beside them or past yeah, them. And totally. That's uh, and loneliness is the biggest thing because well, they can't really just fit in, in your normal. Yeah. If you don't know what they have or yeah, can't. Yeah, and, 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 you know, and, and you know what it's like, you know, it's hard enough for all of us growing up, you know, unless you, you fit in your crowd, eh? you get, mm. you know, if you yeah. don't fit in, yeah. you're, you're, an easily, outsider. Yeah, you're an outsider. Yeah. So there's a whole lot of these, the, of our community, I call them community, of people yeah, with families. Sure. That. So I have a real empathy, I can sort of see how some parents, when they have kids with autism, yes. how that, that's really... That's a whole nother level, man. It's a it's a massive commitment from the parents, eh? Yeah. Mm. And it doesn't I, I, yeah. stop. Oh, 
I mean, I've got a, I've got a friend that uh, who has a, a their son is, is, is autistic and had cerebral palsy, but I take my hat off to him. He would take his son, and his other son plays league as well. But yeah. uh, and, you know, and I, I just know that's a whole other level of uh, perseverance, eh? Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and also you know, and they they just love that that kid. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. That takes a whole other level of, uh, mm. of of commitment. That's a beautiful person, man. Oh, mm. I tell you, man. They say they say God doesn't give you anything that you can't handle, oh, right? Well, that's, so. that's exactly it, man. Yeah. So every time I come across parents or, or, or grandparents that have looked after people with these disabilities, I mean, mm. you're doing that from the beginning. You don't really have time to yourself as well, mate. So. Yeah. You know, respite for these people that just they just need maybe a break in the weekend because yeah, it's it's not something you can just you know, normal kids that you can just have a yeah, off yeah, yeah, yeah. just leave them with someone and then remember when they get sick and remember every disability is different yeah so that's why the doctors I've, I've found through these is doctors can't just diagnose them like normal people because each one has a different yeah, yeah. so I can, I can imagine the not trying to blame the doctors but the reality is you know what's normal for one could be different from another exactly. person yeah. with a disability. It's everyone's response differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these are all related to the brain. Is that right? Is it? Is it the certain parts of the brain aren't working properly? Or I, I think so. I mean, I'm mm. not a, a medical expert, but uh, I'd say it must start from the, the brain. The brain, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's the control center for all the every yeah. certain parts not I mean, firing, I guess. And yeah. But you know, like the other thing too is remembering that some of them that can't talk. I think we often forget that their mind is is actually quite switched on. Yeah. It's just the um, the motor skills. Yeah, yeah. So you only pick up that some of these these guys that can't talk or yeah. appear. Man, when you hear the way that they write, the way that they think, it, and they are intellectual to the yeah, yeah, sure. And they, that's why. Uh, man, there was one guy I remember out in Mangere, another poly guy. Yeah. He said for three years, two years, he he was seventeen, played rugby. And yeah. at 18, he said something happened to him where he he was almost in a coma state. He said it was. He said for two years he was in a coma state in hospital, couldn't move, but he said he could feel and see everybody. Wow! Wow! It's like I'm away. He, he was explaining to me. It's all when he was in a thing, but he was just explaining. He wanted to write a book about it. Cook on a phone. Yeah. Solid man. And he said that for two years. Because they thought he was in a coma, he recognised every nurse that didn't wipe his bum properly, oh, didn't feed him. Wow. You know how you're supposed to turn him over? Turn he him said over. he wanted. He asked God that he just wanted to die. Oh wow! Because yeah. he, 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 he couldn't move, yeah, yeah. so he lost all of the function and thing. He wasted yeah, yeah, away. Yeah, and this just happened over a period of time. That well, two years two was years. how he was like that. Oh no! It but happened he, suddenly. Suddenly he woke he just up. Went, just woke yeah. up and couldn't. Oh my goodness! No way. So they would turn him. They'll turn his bed over to face the sun, and he'll just be yeah, looking outside. But he said, "Man, it was, it was terrible." Wow, that's. Um, and then one day, his finger moved. Then they started to wiggle a bit tight again, solid. So yeah, so man, there's lots of those stories on the yeah, sure. years. Yeah. I mean, that's just a couple, but I, I'm just saying that there's people in our community, and like you said earlier, yeah. yeah. And uh, even during the COVID, I think a lot of you waking up, I'd say there'll be a lot of lonely uh, people. Loneliness, I think, is the biggest thing. It, it kills a lot of it people. It kills a lot of people. Yeah. And that mental state. And, and in some ways, social media doesn't help in a sense because 
that's probably why you see a lot of people watch it because if your life sucks yeah and you're watching other people having you know you're watching people go and travel yeah because yeah. you, know, you could never do that do and in some way it's good but in a lot of ways it, it probably makes you more depressed yeah, yeah. Be before we close off we'll just uh want to touch on your multi uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, you're back in the day. Australasian champion? No, I wasn't a champion. My brother was a champion. Is that Mark? That's Jacob. Jacob, yeah. Mm -hmm. But so you, were, you were pretty helpful. No, well, pretty I was, this is League R day. So League mm. R Balmoral was where we started. Yeah. Race oh. for So they, those guys came after. Yes. Oh, right. So when I started in 89, it was when I started Balmoral. Uh, a mm. friend of mine, Philip Wassan, who was the New Zealand heavyweight mm. type boxing champion there. So when we went to the gym in Balmoral, it was probably about nine of us, ten really? of us. Yeah. Yeah, you know, always been under the good yeah, shepherd, right? Always been under that, man. That yeah. was like the smallest gym around. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, like most guys, hey, you, you, know, you love Bruce Lee, and you're like, what, what's this? And I just followed my mate. You know? So that's where we ended up training. Then, then my brother, Jacob, and his friends started coming in later on. I think Mario came one time. Tom, Tom Hamuli was... You know what, Tom, there was a lot of fighters in that time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so I was more of an assistant trainer for Lolo and, and mm. the, there was not many back holders then. It was kind of sad for me because I always wanted to have a fight, but there was, there was the, the reality there wasn't many heavyweights. heavyweights. Oh, really? And the only other thing, my mate was the heavyweight, he wasn't using, there was no way I was going to fight him. <laughs> and so I, I ended up just helping, more sparring, more thing with, with helping out with Lolo at the gym. Yeah. Because I don't think we anticipated that the success of the gym that grew oh, quite crazy. quickly. Yeah. And I don't think that's ever been repeated mm. uh, to have that many champions in a short mm. space of time. Yeah. And it was all in this little gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't even know it was you there, right? You wouldn't even know it's We there. spoke to Jason Sutty about it. Oh, he was Jason, like, man. He was like, yeah. he, there was a lot of cool champions then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I think you probably saw that video. There, there, there was a lot of other guys not mentioned. There were so many. Yeah. Uh, so there's Eddie Tongalahi from, from the North. Uh, there's another guy too. J uh, Shane Chopper was another guy. Yeah, and there, there was just guys that just uh, the work ethic. Eh? It was wasn't really well known back in those days either, right? Not really. No, well, it was like the underground sort of. Yeah, it was really. I mean, Thai boxing was new to New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Balmoral was the first to bring it in. Was yeah. it? Well, that that's how Thai boxing it was through Philip Lamb. That uh, oh. so there was Wayne Bayanga, another another great. So he was a. There was a lot of guys. There was another guy called Alex Tuitavake, who was a world oh. kickboxing champion. He Tom was Tongan. Yeah. So there's a lot of guys that would make some big names during that. So kickboxing and Thai boxing were different, eh? So if you, oh. if, you, if you go back in history, kickboxing was kind of the the thing at that time, was kind of the, the, the taekwondo, you know, mm -hmm. the, 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 the high kicks and some yeah, of the French yeah. karate. But yeah, Thai was quite, quite a different. So I think a lot of them transitioned because getting kicked by a Thai star is a bit different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a whole other. <laughs> like a, and it, because it doesn't look no. as thing, yeah. but the ties, the ties are just another. They're just islanders in a smaller body. Yeah, yeah. With, with thousands of years of experience just, yeah, with the fighting style, style, right? Mm. Yeah, and I think that's it. So that that was a transition, and then you add that with the polys. Yeah, and the, just the Kiwis. I mean, there's some hard Irish guys too, like the John Conways, Joe Conways. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they were they were boxers that transitioned. So that that was a major transition. Yeah. But that was my brother that was the, uh, the champion. Uh, he was yeah. the light. I think it was the featherweight. Champion. Oh, okay, right, right. Uh, but Tom, I think, was one of those fighters that man. He would have been probably another level. But he was just too humble. He was like, 
Really? Yeah, you know those guys that just goes and does things and it's just naturally athletic and you go, I wish I had you. <laughs> <laughs> you always have those brothers, eh? Yeah, yeah. Mark was kind of like that in my thing. That he's the youngest out of us. Yeah, yeah. So me and Jacob did the uh, Thai boxing, but he's he's that guy that just athlete, you know, everything he touches. Yeah. Just so he comes in, you know, just boxing it where it takes us two years, this guy takes, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he was, he, for him it was, he's just like, like Tom. Yeah. Just, I think, I think uh, to, to go to that level, and I think I'm glad I didn't kind of go down that route. Yeah. Although I was always tempted by it. Yeah. I don't know, I think it, it's a different personality. I think when I look back now, I cringe at even watching uh, Stuff now because I value my brain some, to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, even when I look now, because really what it boils down is just two guys going at each yeah. other. Yeah. You know, I mean, when you're young, you, that's kind of the thing you do, right? Yeah. But, uh, you know, I think playing league is more dangerous. No, rugby too. Rugby is more dangerous than, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, kickboxing is. Well, boxing is. Dangerous. I don't know because that's just concentrated on your head. Yeah. At least the kickboxing or tumbling is it, it's spread around. Eh? You're yeah. not gonna. But legal, I don't know. No, <laughs> you know. The head injuries. I can imagine what comes from that. The, the, just the shock. Eventually. Yeah. 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 And even sparring. I, I avoid sparring now. Yeah. Because you just know you. you nah, man. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, it's good for the old male ego. Until you get a Until you get hiding. <laughs> Well, I think I talked to you before, I think the guys that really make you really stand out and champions really are usually guys that come from families that they've got nothing to lose. Yeah. You know, if they come from really hard backgrounds, they, oh, they yeah. tend to go further, right? Because yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's that drive, yeah. eh? Look yeah. at Tyson, eh? You know, I mean, they, you look at the backgrounds of all of these guys, yeah. they come from, they don't come hard from, they're, they're real scrappers, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so those are guys that... Um, uh, yeah, usually make the cutting because yeah. they've got nothing else to lose. Tyson, Sonny Liston, oh, Ali. Well, I, I don't know how bad Ali's childhood was, but I guess growing up in the south of America would have oh, been. I think, I think oh, back in those days, yeah. Pretty in those days, days eh? Yeah. So they tend to be the, the guys that, uh, that are dangerous. Yeah. Well, that's what Mike Tyson says to his kids you don't want to do. You, you're not living the life I had. Nah. You know, you guys have got a good life. You don't need to jump in a ring. No, you don't. Just go and enjoy your life. Yeah, you enjoy you your know, life I did this because yeah. I was angry. You can, you can make money, more money in other ways. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it seems to be the, the thing now, eh? You make more money on YouTube, fighting YouTube guys. <laughs> oh, mate. It's the Logan Pauls of this one. I mean, hey, I mean, as much as you beg it, in the end of the day, it has to a question. I think they've questioned the MMA guys now about how much. <laughs> well, at the end of the day, you get, at the end of the day, it's. it's it's a pay packet. Jumping it's inside somewhere where I mean, that's it. many people jump inside. Oh, man, man, if I'm going to get my head smashed in, I'm not going to. I'll do it once and yeah. get paid. Yeah. No, but uh, in terms of that, Bamor Liga, I mean, Lolo, mm. probably one of the, for me, one of the best trainers around out there. Yeah. Alrighty, uh, I think we'll close it off here because um, yeah. anything in closing? Oh, just a big fight to so thank you so oh, much for coming uh, in. Thanks, it's just a huge story. Being here with uh, two legends as well, mate. Oh, <laughs> Origin and uh, who's going to win, you reckon? You're the legend. Queensland, mate. Queensland. Obviously Queensland. Obviously. <laughs> you have to say New South Wales. We're in the blue, mate. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're the Jews, yeah? Yeah, yeah, you see. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, Uzo, thank you very much for coming. Anything in closing, brother? Yeah, no, just keep, like you said, eh, for, for the bros out there, eh? Uh, if, if you're in that place where it's, you don't know where uh, going, just 
Just talk to your brother. Mm. Ring YouTube up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Have a chat with we'll the bros. We'll be more than happy yeah, to chat yeah. everybody in distress, man. But oh, uh, for, sure. for me, man, you know, you, you, like I said, you're an inspiration for me. Thank you, man. With your, uh, with your work you do, um, much like yourself, I look back on a lot of the work that I've done, and it's mainly Pacific people, mm. and I, I hold that as a, as a great achievement that people like us are out there yeah. capturing our people that are in our communities mm. um, doing whatever they're doing whether it's sport celebrations like weddings and 21st and stuff but um, you know we're, we're capturing those stories mm. and I, uh, I'm happy and privileged to be able to to do that for our people and myself and like I say you inspired me to lift the level of my game in regards to photography and uh, I still look at your work with uh, mm. a lot of envy and, uh, and a lot of pride because I, I know you, who you are. Yeah. And I always remember you, you took a cool photo of me at the 2016 <laughs> oh, yeah, final at the Max. Oh, you took that photo. I was like, wow, man, I look bad. <laughs> Not only that, you took an awesome photo of my son. Yeah. Then a couple of years later, you took uh, some beautiful photos of my daughter playing oh. rugby as well. So those photos are very precious to me, bro. You know, they're, mm. they're not ones I've taken, but somebody else who has the same I is what I would like to have. Took those photos and I'm, I'm very mm. proud that Choco Joe took those photos. Oh, man, so God bless you, man. Thank you very much for giving up some of your time and coming to have a chat to us mm. too. And um, you know, all the best in the future for you, bro. Whatever mm. endeavors you're doing, you know, I'll be in touch and still watching your work for. Oh, um, thank you, man. Motivation and inspiration. We're all in the same waka, right? We're all in the same waka <laughs> together, man. That's it, brother. That's it. <laughs> Our waka is called New Zealand, right? That's right, man. But um, yeah, so thank you again. Thank also. you. Really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Um, as I always sign off, all love, no hate. Fala yeah. Ah, so what?